Dangling After Dark with Dick Dangle, episode 484, features guest host Sydney Page, product unboxing, kind words, and sex facts. Warning, this show is only for adults who like sex. Does your dick hang low? Does it dangle to and fro? Can you tie it in a knot? Can you tie it in a bow? (laughs) Don't worry. Dick will be coming. Welcome to the Covert Nation. Here he is. Dick Jangle. Dick Dangle. I meant that, but okay. <laughs> oh, I never even thought about that. That was funny. <laughs> <laughs> uh, double. <laughs> That's right. Hello, everybody, and welcome to episode 484 of Dangling After Dark with Dick Dangle. Welcome to the Pervert Nation. I am your host, Dick Dangle, and joining me for this incredible episode is the beautiful content creator, filmmaker, and everything you could possibly want in a multi-talented adult person and more. You are truly the Swiss Army knife of adult people. And uh, just add laryngitis on top of that. And not only that, not only is she beautiful, but now she has the sexy voice for her ASMR recordings. It's going to be a spectacular episode. Once again, folks, it is the beautiful Sydney Page. How are you doing today besides Raspy? Uh, I'm actually feeling great. I felt like a pile of dog shit the past couple of days, but today I feel fucking fantastic. You know what I did this morning? What did you do? I went to PetSmart and rolled around in kittens. Uh, (laughs) Well, that'll make anybody feel better. Let's be honest. So my doctor gave me Adderall. I didn't ask for it. (laughs) Okay. And, And so I took one and then I went to PetSmart and rolled around in kittens. That sounds like a day. Yeah, I had therapy today, and she was like, well, if that's what Adderall does for you. (laughs) (laughs) So what you're saying is the Adderall made you go to PetSmart and roll around in kittens. It wasn't like that was already in the plans. You just happened to be on Adderall. Yeah. Wow. It's fucking weird, dude. I've never been on an upper. I've always been on downers. Okay. And I again, I didn't ask for it, but my doctor was like, I'm going to try you on this because, you know, you're fucking tired. And I'm like, I know is <laughs> this is my uh, usual state. Okay. What did you feel on Adderall? Well, so I've been on it for about a week and when I have stuff to do, I feel really focused and I can get stuff done. And that is not me at all. I'm scatterbrained like a motherfucker. But today, um, cause I had taken the past couple of days off to sleep. I hadn't taken it. So today I woke up and I took it because I felt all right, but I didn't have anything to do. So kittens. So kittens. All right, okay. Yeah. Wow. And like fucking six Twitter posts. (laughs) Yeah, it's very it's very unlikely for unlike me to be so talkative on Twitter as I was today. Hmm. What do you think would happen? Not only if you were to use this focus maybe on a set but if you were at a convention oh i think i'd still rather slam my fingers in a car door (laughs) i hate conventions like to those of you who want to see me conventions i really appreciate you and you make it so worth it but everything else makes it not worth it so uh (laughs) find me in public and let's high five I think I found the title of the episode. That is true. <laughs> Find me in public and let's high five. <laughs> so beyond being on Adderall and rolling with kittens and being a little bit under the weather, how were things going? Uh, they're going all right. I've lived in Miami now for about a month. I just got back from Montreal. 
uh, in two weeks, I'm going back up to St. Pete to hang out with my fetish folk and my friends. Just kind of working and living. Um, I'm not working on any mainstream stuff because of the sag after strike. Right, right. I mean, I did hear that you wanted to to cross the lines for it, which I thought was a little weird. But no, I'm kidding. I'm kidding. I, I was like, what? No. <laughs> no, 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 no. Sydney is not a scab, motherfucker. That's right. <laughs> oh, yeah, there's no way. Yeah, this. No. Absolutely not. I will sit on my fucking hands before I cross the picket line. Yeah, that is such it's such an interesting thing to watch play out because everyone is saying, well, this was kind of a long time in coming and the odds of the concessions being made on the studio side are actually fairly good but for some reason this is going to drag out till after the holiday season like it, it's yeah it's, that one ceo guy said that they were going to drag it out until writers and actors started losing their homes oh well that makes sense yeah it sounds like some rich ceo fucker yeah but yeah it, it's such a strange thing like i'm sure you have a lot of feelings on it and especially when it comes to uh the use of ai writing I, yeah i and, do yeah and and there's a lot of information coming at me there's a lot of opinions coming at me so i've just tried to kind of keep my mouth shut about it until i can like see what plays out and see what the facts really are yeah oh yeah for sure that's it because i don't, don't want to spout bullshit you know yeah yeah that's the perfect approach for sure so that actually kind of sprung a question into my head there are in your head, you say. In my head, there are a number of very good studios that write very intricate plots and dialogue when it comes to the adult industry now. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you'd think that. <laughs> oh, you stop. Do, do you think AI could actually help the underlings write better scripts? <laughs> I've had this talk with you about how me and two other uh, and another male talent were talking about like reading the scripts and like all their grammatical errors right. and their name errors and all of that in different accents on YouTube. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. Yeah, our, our scripts are a disaster. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, like, I get it to have to come up with porn all the time. Like, that's all you're thinking about is like the storyline of porn. It's like, it's like oh, only thinking about the articles of Playboy uh, all day long, 24-7, right. seven, seven days a week. <laughs> uh, but, like, come on, man. Like, I think my last set, I got called Mandy like four or five times in the script. <laughs> and I fucked it up, too, like, because it said the wrong name in the script. So I said that name and we had to – and the, the producer didn't even catch it. We cut, like, four minutes into it, like, wait a minute. That's oh, not the right name. No. <laughs> like, ah, shit. Oh, my goodness. That's fine. Well, but, you know, in defense of certain directors and, and writers in the adult industry, there are some fairly intricate plots. You know, it's, but the thing that I want done is like, I want AI to write a stepmom, stepdaughter scene, or yeah, stepmom, stepson scene where uh, she gets stuck in the dryer. I need to see what AI can uh, I don't, I think it would turn into like 80s sitcom. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. And then like if you put AI on like really dirty porn, you know how like when AI goes rogue, it always goes bad. Right. Like it's going to be like the nastiest, roughest grossest shit you've ever seen <laughs> all right now i'm back in the ai camp all right we'll see <laughs> get it behind those firewalls that's right <laughs> so well, we need to be out here with us that's right i hope that uh things work out sooner rather than later uh for sag after after that, that is just such a such yeah. a weird dynamic because i know a number of people because of the filming industry that works in Pittsburgh, uh, that uh, work in Hollywood and in different forms, be it movie or TV. And it's uh, it's crazy to watch it all play out. Yeah, same, dude. Um, like, I have a SAG. I don't have a SAG membership, but I have an application. Okay. And I got a, I got a really threatening phone call 
when I was in Montreal about how I wasn't allowed to post on social media, how I wasn't allowed to make TikToks as if I do and like all this sort of stuff. And then I had, and they told me it was my responsibility to call my agent. And luckily my age, my agent is a former actor. Okay. So he was like, Oh, you're allowed to work on stuff. That's not union. I'm like, okay, fucking sweet. Cause I thought I just got like randomly fired. Yeah, boy, that's a straight. What was it? Just kind of a a blast to go out to everyone, and hopefully it applies to you. Or was it just a someone specifically looking for people on the fringe of SAG? I think it was people looking for people with applications. Basically, like you cross the picket line, we'll never accept you. Oh, I got gotcha. you. Okay, yeah. Because like they said that they're going to go after influencers and stuff like that. Um, like people who are non-union and start throwing out some big numbers to try to weed everyone else out. Interesting. I saw that on Twitter. So take that with a grain of salt. Right. Exactly. But it was basically just like a foreshadowing and, hey, don't take it. Interesting. Well, hopefully that gets solved quickly. I will not say anything on here to jeopardize anything that you are doing either presently that is on hold or in the future. Oh, everything involving any sort of union is on hold. Okay. I am not crossing the picket line. I am only doing adult work, non-union. Gotcha. All right. Like, I can say that you don't have to dance around that. I will say it publicly. Okay. So uh, that means after we are done recording, we can go into an AI program and we can start writing scripts. <laughs> Please, for the for fuck's sake. <laughs> Well, with this show, fine listeners, for this episode, we are going to talk about a couple different subjects, but we actually have a fairly large topic to get into. Hell yeah, we do. (laughs) And by large, I mean hefty. About 70 pounds. (laughs) So we will get into that in a little bit, but I wanted to ask you, Sydney. Yes. In a previous episode, I had asked a guest host, when was the last time they were in a strip club? When was the first time they were in a strip club? And did they have any interesting strip club memories? So I'm going to present all of those questions to you. When was the last time you were in a club, first time in a club, and have you ever had an interesting experience? Dude, I travel danced for eight years. Right. The first time I was in a strip club was the first night I worked in one. And the last night I was in a strip club was the last night I worked in one. Wow. Okay. And if you want to talk about interesting, you're just going to have to wait for my book. Oh, <laughs> God damn it. How dare you? Not even one story? It's crazy. Like stuff that – because I, I was never really exposed to fetish so, like, I had a trampling fetish guy in the VIP. Um, a lot of people know that I went to college for psych, so I would have guys in the VIP crying to me. Okay. About their wives and their children, and I'm just, like, patting them on the back and, like, pouring their drinks for $700 an hour. <laughs> You're such a good listener. <laughs> Aww. I know. Just like, man, I'm, I'm, I'm really fucking sorry. <laughs> like I was, I wasn't an asshole about it. It's not like I didn't want to hear. It. I was just like, God damn, dude, that sucks. And what's crazy is I'm sure they considered it worth it. Like, cause it was truly what they needed in that moment. Yeah. They needed a naked girl who was qualified (laughs) to help them with their problems right? and some booze and to not have it be through their insurance. (laughs) And then I've also seen some pole accidents. Oh, I've only ever seen two. I've seen one that shut the club down. Whoa. I saw one. She was doing the death drop. Yep, and, that's what she was doing. Okay, well, this one probably wasn't as bad as you as your story. She came down, and she didn't trust herself, and she should have. So when she put her hand out, she probably like a hairline fracture in her wrist. Yeah. And another one, 
she wasn't that far up the pole, maybe four, five, six feet, somewhere in that neighborhood. And she was in like a 90 degree. So her legs were straight and her body was upright and she just kind of lost grip. So she hit the stage really hard and landed on her tailbone. Yeah, this girl was face down, didn't put out her arms. Oh, goodness gracious. Yeah, we shut the club down. People were just like throwing money on the stage like, oh, shit. Wow. Um, That's what you get. Is there an update on this story? Like, (laughs) was she okay? Or is this just out to the universe? We'll never know. I never saw her again. Wow. She, she was she was a really heavy drinker. Uh, well, there's that. That's why I said these sense that sometimes it's what you get. Yeah. I, <laughs> uh, I've seen some inebriated uh, dancers on stage, but not as much as maybe I thought I would by this point in my strip club going career. But there was one. She was obviously toasted. And... She goes on stage and she thinks she's being sexy. Yeah. And she is kind of stumbling around the pole. And then she starts yeah. then she starts licking it. Ew. Right. <laughs> that gets everybody when I tell no. her. No. Yeah. And she's licking the pole. And then she tries to climb it. Uh. And she can't because the pole is wet. So she keeps like Slow, sliding, sliding down, down it down. and the gentleman sitting next to me just turns his head and looks at me and goes oh like oh, oh no like, nice try <laughs> yeah i've got some crazy crazy like strip club people stories too one of them involves murder what yep oh my goodness what we'll have to put in the law and orders dong dong right there holy smokes yeah someone got murdered And it was not a dancer. Uh, Okay. Now this is a story for the ages. Yeah. uh, It it was one of our managers. Whoa. Holy smokes. Yep. He was a good friend of mine. We all like a bunch of fucking strippers and bartenders at his funeral. His family was like, what the fuck? That's crazy. Yeah. I was uh, 18. Okay. Maybe 19. Yeah. What was the person caught? Yes. Okay. Goodness. That, that got uh, he, he was with some, he was with a dancer. Okay. And it was her ex-boyfriend. And he climbed up to her second story balcony and shot him in the head. Whoa. Okay. So it wasn't like on the job. No, the, it was right after work. I gotcha. Oh, wow. I, I lived with the bartender and uh, the bartender came like running into my room like, he's dead, he's dead, he's dead. And I was like, what the fuck are you talking about? And she, like, turned on my light and told me. And I was like, oh, shit. Wow. This, uh, this episode got sad. Yeah. I mean, but it was, you know, 15 years ago, 16 years ago. That's why I said, like, it wasn't a dancer. Right. But, like, so no dead hooker jokes, please. Yeah. <laughs> wow. Yeah, I've seen some crazy fucking shit. So when are you writing this book? I don't know. Whenever I get a chance to sit the fuck down. Well, you now have Adderall. (laughs) (laughs) I'm too busy rolling in kittens. Oh, that is very true. (laughs) That's how I'm going to uh, present you to the audience. I only want instant gratification. (laughs) Yes. (laughs) You're going to be Sydney Kitten Roller Page. Yes. From now on. Yes, please. (laughs) So once you left dancing, you never went back to a club, like not even as a patron for a, a bachelor party or anything. Um, no. Interesting. I've dropped people off. Okay. But yeah, it's, um, it's not really my scene. Like if I'm going to be there, you're going to be paying me. <laughs> oh, I got you. Okay. Yeah. It's like people are like, hey, you want to go dancing? And I'm like, I don't dance for free. Wow. Because I, I did it for eight years, 18 to 26. So there's just a lot of things I don't do for, like, I don't really go to bars. Okay. Because I'm used to my drinks being bought for me. Oh. And, like, I don't, I don't go out dancing because I'm used to dancing for cash. Gotcha. So it's just, it's not a thing. I'm not a big partier. Mm-hmm. 
That's why I'm like, I got Adderall and I rolled in kittens. That's right. <laughs> yeah, I'm sure that is not on the bingo card of yeah. uh, dancers. Or of anyone who does any of that kind of stuff. Like, I, yeah, I rolled. What did you do? I have rolled in kittens. Right. Yeah. <laughs> when you were dancing over those years, did you have. Uh, emotional burnout, I guess would be the way to put it where, you know, cause I'm sure when you first went into it, you're learning the ropes, you are, uh, figuring things out. You're trying to find your style. You're probably picking up on cues from other dancers on how to approach people. And then you find your rhythm. Did you start to get kind of burnt out emotionally on it where it was just, uh, okay. I mean, it's bold of you to assume that I was ever enthusiastic I'm, I'm trying so hard i'm trying <laughs> i just i just play enthusiasm on tv <laughs> okay i mean like i'm i don't know like i i'm enthusiastic and i don't i don't get burnt out very easily i'm slow to anger i'm that kind of person but i'm so like mellow and low-key that people always think that i'm like shitty and like up to something and i'm having a terrible time <clears throat> but that, that, that's just not the case. Like I'm, I went out to lunch with my agent and he was like, what's wrong? <laughs> so I was like, absolutely nothing. Like I have fantastic yellowtail in front of me and a fucking sake shooter. <laughs> like I'm, I'm having a blast. So I sent him some like April Ludgate memes, memes when I got back. Mm, okay. Like this is just what my face looks like. That's right. <laughs> like I don't, I don't have resting bitch face. I've got full on sprinting bitch face. <laughs> now, for myself, I am very slow to anger, but if I am extremely tired, I am very quick to bitter mm. and very, very quick to passive aggressive. Yeah, I'm I'm pretty passive aggressive. I I do the laser eye thing, mm. where I just kind of stare at you. Okay. Like, don't say another fucking word. Right. <laughs> but I did. But I didn't say a word. <laughs> I am the. I'm having a conversation with either the person that is not there that is on topic or the person that is there that is the topic, but I'm not talking to them. I'm walking away from them, talking to them <laughs> like, I'm, <laughs> like they're still paying attention and it comes off really angry, but it's yeah. actually not. It is truly just bitter and passive aggressive. Yeah. And this fucking guy, I don't even know what his problem is. And he's walking away. <laughs> uh, yes. <laughs> just let him <laughs> this go. This fucking guy. It's like my favorite quote ever. <laughs> I don't know this fucking guy. One thing I did want to ask you about when you were talking about being a dancer, did you say a trampoline fetish? Trampling. Oh, trampling. Okay. Like being slapped yeah. on fetish. Okay. Yeah. But I had no idea about that stuff, but this guy was like really into what my shoe size was, what my weight was. And he wanted to like, he asked me over and over, are you sure that's your weight? Hmm. And then he paid me lots and lots of money to walk on him wow. for like a while in shoes that he brought hmm. because his regular girl wasn't there. Okay. And I was, I was a travel dancer. Okay. To be at that level, there's so much in that because to be at that level as someone that enjoys a kink or fetish to be in a place as a, a contractor, as you are as a dancer, yeah. And and being in that where you can make good money being involved with somebody that has a fetish like that, stuff like that just it, it blows my mind. And not in a bad way. It's just like Yeah. Me, I mean, I've gotten the teeth fetish guys too that just want to look inside my mouth or want to play with my hair. Okay, that I kind of get a little bit more than trampling. I don't know, man. Every lid has a pot. Oh, very sure. Very Every pot has a lid. Yeah, yeah, very, very true. Yeah, and I'm not kink shaming or anything like that, but it's, I've said it on the show before, it's amazing the pathways that people get to what they enjoy. Yeah. That, that yeah, that's truly fascinating to me. Yeah, absolutely.
So I guess that would lead nicely into what arrived in my mailbox. Yes, what turns you on, Dick? (laughs) Well, we're going to find out in a minute, aren't we? Yeah, this is the only way I can talk. No, and that's fine. I'm sure there are a number of listeners that will download this episode, cut out all of my meandering, and just have you recorded talking and will pleasure themselves to it. I sent you a box, Dick. (laughs) Why don't you get into my box? (laughs) You know, I started off this episode, everyone, with a his mom is so fat joke. That's why he was so excited. Yes. And I'm going to leave that in. Are you? (laughs) Oh, yeah, 100%. All right. Get in my box, Dick. That's right. Well, we got we have to do a little bit of a lead in. We the last time you were on the show, oh, yeah. it, we have to, to actually talk about some uh, people that uh, have sent you some stuff as well, but uh, um, oh. Yeah, most of them just want pictures, but oh, okay. so this particular company, they wanted me to show off their product. Right. Show off what their product could do and to give the listener some sort of clue, they wanted me to dress their product. Okay. So then when I was done with said product, since I am sans penis, <laughs> I thought old Dick here would like it. Mm. So I sent him a 70-pound box through UPS. Yes, you did. And UPS hated both of us. Yes, they did. Actually, my UPS guy asked what was in the box to send it, and I told him, and we had a hilarious conversation. I gave him a business card, and he DM'd me. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, so um, a little while back, I get this box sent to me. Now, of course, I expected it to be, because it is so heavy, a fairly large box, but I am actually still quite surprised at the size of this box. But what I got was an extremely upset UPS driver who could who did not want to know what was in the box. He he brought it up. Um, let's see, about ten, eleven steps, and you know, in the the heat of summer at the end of the day, and it was dropped off, and he just stormed off. There was no. Nah, dude, the guy came out with the cart to my car to help me get it out of the back seat, and we just were laughing the whole fucking time. Oh, you have much better UPS in your area. I think it's just mine didn't have to carry it up steps. Oh, that is true. And you're you. Yeah. If I was in it, a sex doll. Right. (laughs) You know, if, if you were at the Dangle Dome receiving this box and the gentleman carrying it up the steps saw you, I'm sure the reaction would have been much different. And that no, was, I don't. I don't think so. I, I do. I do and no, because the people that deliver to my house fucking hate me. Oh, okay. But yeah, I told everyone in that fucking store it was hilarious, oh, and I man. like pulled up the website and everything. Oh, tremendous! I did because you had sent me a screenshot of it. I did show this to uh, a couple people that I know, and they uh, are both men, and both offered. To use it after me. <laughs> uh, sloppy seconds. Man, that's all right. Put on a chip jar. That's me. <laughs> Need money for head. That's... <laughs> so do you want to tell them the specifics of this, like brand wise or anything like that? Or am I just going to tear into it without knowing who they are? Sure thing. It is from Tantaly. And it is the Aurora 2.0 doll. She comes in white and wheat. This one is white. Okay. She's got giant ass titties, a little ass waist, and a big firm ass. And like there's a magazine in there that shows you all the specifications of her insides and everything. And there's cleaner okay. and all that good stuff. All right. But feel her boobies. Okay. I, uh, I like to feel her boobies. I, I'm getting in position. I have to kind of step away from everything. So I'm going to adjust the microphone real quick. And uh, I opened up the main box and the, the Tantaly box is uh, very, uh, very taut in the outer box. Get in the box, Dick. <laughs> yeah. Touch the titties in the box. That's right. 
Well, I need to give the the listeners a little uh, play by play here. So yeah, there are the instructions. Uh, a really nice catalog. Yeah. Very nice. I will definitely check that out and uh, probably post that online as the episode goes out. Yeah, there's only one that I wanted more than her, but they're promoting her right now. Oh. So maybe in the future I'll be able to get the other one that I wanted. Okay. Yeah, we'll see. And I and I actually have another one. I have Monroe. Um, I was sent her a couple of years ago. Okay. That's how I was able to test this one. Oh, I got you. All right. Well, uh, but again, Sans penis. She just right. sits on my couch. Exactly. Uh, uh, sadly, I will not test it as we're recording this. <laughs> I, I Damn. Thought, yeah, I don't. I don't know how. I, I don't know if you would come back. To be honest, <laughs> I don't know if we're in that part of our relationship yet. I don't know. He sent me a Cure record. <laughs> that is very. That's true. basically a mixtape. That's right. <laughs> You sent me a mixtape, Dick. Yes, I did. <laughs> oh, oh my goodness. Okay, so uh, it uh, <laughs> is nicely wrapped in kind of molded styrofoam. So when you take the top layer off... River open. Uh, it, <laughs> what's really fun is I can just kind of lightly jostle the box and her boobs move. Yeah, touch your titties, man. I'm going. So let's see. Uh, she is also plastic wrapped i need to see how they have her in here she's got a steel backbone you can put her in whatever position you want oh i will don't worry about that oh yeah i did too ah, holy crap is this heavy yeah she's a lady yeah she... don't, don't tell her that <laughs> you're right i apologize uh, what's her name aurora aurora i apologize aurora that, that was rude of me yeah you fucking better she's 70 pounds she needs to beat a birthday cake or get ahead, I guess. Uh, yeah, that would help. That would help. All right. So Calves. Let's tear the plastic <laughs> off here. She, uh, man, this is like really impressive. Yeah. She's not cheap. I won't lie. These are some awesome titties. Yeah. These are like sexable, effable titties. Yes. Yes, they are. And this item not having a head actually makes that maybe a little bit easier depending on which position you put the doll in. Yeah. I, I think the ones with heads are kind of creepy, honestly, because I've been offered one with a head and I was just like, mm, I don't want her looking at me. That's right. <laughs> that is true. That is because I've got, I've got, if you flip through the catalog, I've got Monroe and she, I put her in like some little tiny pink biker shorts. Okay. Like uh, a swimsuit, micro kini top and a mesh shirt. Oh. And she like so she looks like a whore, That's right. and she just sits in the corner of my sectional. Nice, yeah. I'm gonna have to find someone to send me clothes for her. I'll send you some clothes. Yeah, we got to come up with something. Yeah, I'll send you some clothes for her. The actual design on this is fantastic. Put your fingers in her. Yeah, you stop right now. <laughs> you can put them. In both places. Oh, that, that is, you mean, oh, what did they used to say in the old days? You mean I can go Greek? That's <laughs> what they used to say in the 70s. And the pink and the stink? Yes. Oh, that feels crazy. Yeah, in the little magazine, there's uh, like a diagram of it and how deep it is and like all the ribbing. And they're both very different. Oh, that. <laughs> it feels like a pussy though, right? Oh, it so does, yes. <laughs> So get some warming lubricant. Okay. All right. Do you want me to send you some warming lubricant along with the clothes? Uh, I do have warming lubricant. Okay. I'll send you some clothes. Though. I'm creating some warming lubricant as we speak. So she actually heats up with you. Oh, it makes sense. Yeah. Like what she's made of heats up with you. Ooh. But I, fig I figure that like warming lubricant would help. Yeah. I can't disagree with that. She has quite the badonkadonk. Yes. Wow. Oh, and that, yeah, that feels rather pleasant as well. Yep. Oh, my goodness. You're welcome, Dick. Oh, this, this is, I, I cannot thank you enough. Like, this is, <laughs> I will definitely review it. And, uh, yeah, let me know what you think of her. Yeah. Oh, for sure. I'll, what, I'll put some clothes in the mail tomorrow for you. Oh, I appreciate that. Now, what, uh, what were to happen? Because, you know, Dick Dangle's kind of lonely. What what happens if I start to uh, choose Aurora over the real thing? 
Okay, so I have a hilarious story about this. I have a male roommate, and he asked me if he could have Monroe to cuddle with. Oh, that's adorable. Men are lonely. Yeah, so he cuddles with, and the butt rest pillows that I have, right. the pillows that are shaped like butts, he asked me if he could have one of those too, just so he could like sleep with the butt. That's actually not a bad idea at all. Either one of them. Yeah. So, do you want like a negligee, or do you want me to dress her in something really ridiculous? Uh, I'm gonna say ridiculous. Okay, you got it, Dick. I will have it sent tomorrow. <laughs> USPS this time. Let's piss off someone else. Oh, there we go. <laughs> so, if you want to follow them on Twitter, they are at Tantaly underscore global, and it's T A N. T-A-L-Y underscore global. And they are also on Instagram. Get your fingers out of her. (laughs) (laughs) No, I refuse. I know what you're doing. That's right. (laughs) Just because I am finger blasting Aurora as I do this. But uh, Instagram is Tantaly underscore official. This is hilarious to me. And there's actually, uh, they have a YouTube channel. Uh, Tantaly official. So you can check that out as well. Yeah, my videos should be on there with her. Oh, no kidding. Yeah. Oh, very nice. I'm actually looking in the drawers right now for something silly to put her in. <laughs> so uh, I cannot, I truly, I cannot thank you enough for sending that to me. That is absolutely amazing. What about a schoolgirl outfit? Uh, yeah. Okay, there we go. Holy smokes. I, I can make her into a nun. Uh, and I, I have a feeling you may use that down the road. <laughs> Sexy nurse. Nah, too, too overdone. Okay. Not like so a schoolgirl. Schoolgirl it is. Yeah. And I'll, I'll cash app you some <laughs> funds for your, uh, for your wardrobe. For me falling down the stairs. Oh, don't fall down the stairs. So, are you willing to once again put in your honest experience and knowledge to an article or two? Yeah, absolutely. All right. You being the intellectual and knowledgeable person that you are, I want to see if you agree with this because, much like Aurora from Tantaly. <laughs> Sometimes relationships and people need a little help and that stuff leads to the sex. So that's why I bring up things like this on the show. It isn't just Dick Dangle fingering sex dolls. It is. Uh, sure it is. Well, uh, some, a, a good percentage of it is, but I also want people that listen to this to take things with them that could help them in relationships. So, okay. Here comes this article from InsideHook.com. And the title of the article is, Experts Say This Conversation Technique Will Transform Your Relationship. Okay? Okay. In the wake of Jonah Hill's screenshot gate. Uh, (laughs) I was debating if I should take that out of this or not. (laughs) uh, Okay, so... Um, I might be surprised by your answer, but uh, how do you feel about this? I don't know. I can't tell by what you're saying. It's power and control. Sure. He's he's a narcissist. He's a manipulator. He's cluster B personality type. I mean, I could give you a stack of books on what he's doing. He's trying to take away everything that was attractive about this person and make it all his. Okay. So that no one else will find them attractive for their amazing qualities. It's it's like you find a beautiful bird and you cage it. Mm, It's power and control. But he says he's the best boyfriend in the world. Oh, fuck that guy. (laughs) It makes me wonder, A, why do you say anything in a way that can either be recorded or screen grabbed to be sent out later. Like, because I'm sure he thinks in his head, Oh, this is completely reasonable. 
but it's obviously yeah. not. So why, but no. why would you do it in a way that it can be interpreted in a way you don't want it to be? But it also says a lot about just the state of his being. Uh, stupid. Uh, yes, there you go. <laughs> yeah, fucking stupid. That's what it is. Yeah. So uh, please, w- without emoting, uh, let, let me start that over. In the wake of Jonah Hill screenshot gate, lots of people are talking about how easy it is to manipulate the lessons of therapy into a self-serving agenda. Quote unquote, therapy speak is now a derogatory term for the sometimes clinical language used by professionals that gets warped and repeated ad nauseum by clients who don't fully grasp their meaning. I actually see that a lot. Uh, I know because I went to school for it. Yeah, right, very true. Yeah, so I see that shit all the time. You know what you need to do? Just print off a power and control wheel, put a magnet, put it on your fridge, and I mean they have little like a fucking monopoly. I don't I don't fucking know like magnets, and if you feel a certain way, put it on there, mm-hmm. and just keep track of that shit. And see if you're being manipulated. See if you're having your power taken away. See if you have your agency taken away. No. Fuck no. Fuck Jonah Hill. Interesting. Hey, Jonah Hill, Sydney Page. Fuck you. (laughs) Oh, maybe that'll be the title of the episode. (laughs) Uh, Let's meet in public and high five. By the way, hey, Jonah Hill, fuck you. Now, one step further from other therapy faves like active listening, reflective listening is a process that demonstrates you've not only heard what the other person is saying, but you've understood it and you see its value. It also means you're picking up on the other person's unspoken cues, their body language and tone, and using all of the information to make sense of what they're trying to communicate. Yeah. Reflective listening is especially useful in times of disagreement between you and your partner. Yeah. To practice it, introduce the conversation about whatever is frustrating your partner in a quiet, comfortable place where you can share eye contact. A good way to open the conversation is by inviting the other person to help you understand how they're feeling more fully, demonstrating that you genuinely want to hear from them and appreciate their point of view. Now, I agree with all of that. And I would like to add, watch their body language as well. See if they turn away from you. Do not interject. And unless you're saying, I don't quite understand that. Could you explain it to me further? That's the only fucking thing you should say. Okay. And my biggest pet peeve in reflective listening or listening or arguments are fake apologies. Oh, yes. Things like, I'm sorry you feel that way. Yes. Yes. Like, I will punch you. (laughs) I wasn't to punching until you said that. Right. You can say, I'm sorry that my actions made you feel that way. Right. That is a completely different sentence. Yes. So, yeah, I would just like to add all of those other things, like watch the body language. If you don't, if you're still not understanding, interject, say, please elaborate further. Mm -hmm. And if you're going to apologize, fucking apologize and mean it. Yeah, there is nothing worse than an empty apology. Just or a, a non-apology. Yeah. Just I'm sorry you feel that way. Yeah. Or that uh, almost like they know something more about you than you do. So it's like, well, I'm sorry. Like, or like they're just totally like you're blowing it out of proportion. You're crazy. Right. Which is gaslighting. Oh, for sure. For sure. Jonah Hill. That's right. <laughs> How do you feel about him? <laughs> Fuck Jonah. Okay, Hill. just I just wanted to make sure, make sure yeah. it didn't change here. Uh, from there, basic listening skills come into play. So no eye rolling or signs of exasperation or impatience. No interrupting. No distraction. That's exactly what I just said. Yeah. Body language and do not interject unless you truly do not understand. Yeah. Uh, before apologizing at the end for however your actions may have contributed. To their distress. 
I'm sorry that my actions made you feel this way. Yes. Yep. I just touched on all of it. Yep. You nailed it. Yep. And you did it in your sexy voice. Yes, I did, Dick. That's right. <laughs> Why don't you put another finger in Aurora, Dick? <laughs> you, so you know what's going to happen here. I am going myself. I'm going to, after I'm done editing this episode, I'm going to take out these little sound bites, put on my headset, and have you say that stuff to me as I do that to Aurora. Oh, you do it to Aurora, right. Dick. <laughs> It'll be my first three-way. <laughs> Yeah, I, I found a cool girl outfit. I'm going to mail it to you tomorrow. Okay. <laughs> Would it be considered a three-way if it's if one person is just a voice and the other person is a doll? <laughs> I don't know, man. I'm not getting philosophical with you okay. on that one. <laughs> That's not what Adderall is for. I get it. No, that, it's for rolling in kittens. That's right. <laughs> and and I, t- I took it this morning. It's It's gone by now. Oh, okay. I didn't realize it was that short of a window of effect. I don't know, like six hours, I guess. Oh, ah, okay. I, I took it at like seven in the morning. Hmm. Interesting. Yeah. So, dear listeners, take heed in what this article is saying and what Sydney is saying. Be a reflective listener. You want to be in tune to what your pers- what your significant other is saying and how they are saying it and responding in kind. It is not a difficult thing to do. If you truly care for that person, then you are going to take this step to better understand. Also, take into consideration their attachment styles. I mean, they may be anxious. They may be avoidant. They may be anxious, avoidant. You know what I'm trying to say. So if they get a little antsy, calm them down. If they throw up a brick wall, just sit and stay. Like, just be kind. Yeah, I think a lot of people that don't read body cues very well or don't know what to do when they see one is like when a person does kind of shut down, either they disassociate or they don't know how to respond. So they get angry and they do. They turn their back and and cross their legs and arms and stuff like that. Most if if that happens to a guy, most guys are like, I'm out of here. No, sit, stay, be calm, be kind. Yes. That's, I mean, that's the answer to fucking everything. Agreed. Wow. We went from horrible strip club stories. Uh, Murder to be kind. To, (laughs) to fingering a doll. (laughs) This, this episode has touched on everything. Yeah. And we're about to touch on a little bit more. Uh, You are. (laughs) Ah, well done. This article comes from thechive.com. Okay. It is unknown sex facts that will blow your mind. Oh, God. (laughs) In my best story of voice. Oh, God. (laughs) Blow my mind, Dick. (laughs) That's how I'm used to hearing that sentence, by the way. (laughs) All right. Blow my mind, Dick. That's better. I appreciate that. Okay. You're welcome. So let's get to this first one that is perfect for where we are in this episode. Sex toys are sold as novelty items. That way they don't have to be tested to make sure they're safe for use. Yikes. (laughs) Right? Yeah. So I know all about that because that's why I go for high-end sex toys because some of the stuff they're made of. Is carcinogen. Yes. Yeah. And then you can't clean it. Like it gets in the pores. Mm-hmm. So you, you get infections. Like you should really research what you're buying. 100%. Always buy from reputable brands and always look at what the items are made of when it comes yeah. to the breakdown. And because it'll tell you. You know, it is free of this, that, and the other. It is 100% body safe. It is good with lubricants. Like, make sure you are finding items that say that. Yeah, I told you that last time about all the companies that sponsor me, how I've had some companies get mad at me because I won't promote their product. Right. Because I'm like, no. Like, if you see me promoting anything on my Twitter, I did today, actually. You know that shit's safe because I read the fucking booklet. Right. Like, Aurora's safe. She's clean. I got her TTS. I'll send it over. 
<laughs> that was very nice of you to get her talent tested for me. <laughs> I appreciate that. Uh, and I will respond in kind and uh, make sure that I get tested as well. I uh, just send it to her. <laughs> oh, okay. Yeah, well. What, I only put my fingers in her. Okay. <laughs> you don't want to know if I'm safe? That's questionable. <laughs> With a doll? <laughs> Rip her in half, dude. <laughs> <laughs> Terror new. I mean, one. that's about that's about nine hundred thousand dollars you just wasted. Right. <laughs> now I I will treat Aurora like I treat every lady with respect, with uh, rhythm and flow as it pertains to my thrusts. I I am not a herky jerky thruster. Okie dokie, Dick. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> am I once again? Am I ruining this point of our? Uh, <laughs> this is hilarious. <laughs> Brazil nut can be sexually transmitted if you are allergic to Brazil nuts and have sex with somebody who just ate some. You might have an allergic reaction. To date, I've heard of that. Yeah, to date, Brazil nuts are the only food allergen known to be sexually transmitted, like any other STD. Yeah, I've heard of that. Yeah. I didn't That's know That's crazy. Yeah, I didn't know that was the only one. So if you have a nut allergy, even your partner can't eat nuts. Right. No nuts for anyone. Mm, well, it has to be Brazil nut specific. Well, I mean, if you're allergic to nuts, I would imagine you're yeah. allergic to all legumes. Yeah, that oh, very nice use of the word. <laughs> yeah, I can barely speak, but I can say legume. legumes. Orgasms help clear nasal congestion. If you are in the midst of allergies, the flu, or even COVID, rubbing one out can grant some temporary relief. Sydney yep, Page. it's an antihistamine. Yeah. So it sends antihistamines through you. So if you're congested, have an orgasm. So get to it. Hey, I'm not congested. It's oh. my throat. Ah, oh, damn it! I tried, listeners. I really did. No, I would have done it already. <laughs> I, I already knew that. <laughs> if you pull both ears of your partner while they orgasm sideways, not forward, then they will what? be pissed. <laughs> that is a sex fact. Okay, I was like, where the fuck are you going with this? <laughs> <laughs> That's just funny. Uh, it, once again, this is the chive, so they're, they're going to yeah. have some of those in there. Ejaculation in males typically happens at a speed of around 28 miles per hour. What a race. (laughs) I adore you to pieces. (laughs) (laughs) I'll start sprinting. Ready, set, go. That's right. And you get hit from behind by the finish. What's like you saying bolts? Isn't he around there? Uh, I don't know how fast he actually runs. Yeah, it's a sub 10 second 100 yards or 100 yeah. meters, excuse me. Yeah. That's crazy. Yeah, I'll have to do the math. But even, you could hit someone on a bicycle. Oh, oh, you could just take him down. You could be like a sniper. <laughs> That's gross. Just a drive-by <laughs> jizzing to a guy on a bike. That, that would actually be really funny. You do you, man. Thank you. I, I, I plan on it. <laughs> Angler fishes procreate by having their tinier males latch onto the giant females permanently, and then the males wither away until all that's left are the testicles pumping sperm into the female. Yes, puny man. (laughs) (laughs) You know, I dig all of the creatures that just say you know what fuck you i don't need you anymore praying mantises black widows Mm -hmm. what have you just okay bye but this is on a different level like this is really yeah i mean this is like so he withers away and then the praying mantis just rips his fucking head off right that's awesome the anatomy of the clitoris and penis are nearly identical i did know that yeah and that is something just as many nerve endings as the head of the penis. Right. I am surprised at how many people don't know that. Yeah. And then they like rub it like they're trying to start a fire. That's right. <laughs> like imagine like a dry finger just rubbing the tip of your dick. Just mm-hmm. That doesn't feel good. 
stop that immediately. Don't do that to Aurora. That's right. Because <laughs> she's got a clit. Did you look? Oh, I I will be searching that out once we are. <laughs> oh, because you gotta recording. find it, Dick. Oh, you stop right now. No, I put her. Back, I put her back in the box. I just. I was being an aggro male, and I just stuck my fingers in. I didn't go for pleasure for Aurora. I wasn't seeking out the clitoris. I know. I know. Tisk, tisk. <laughs> but you actually bring up a very interesting point, because like men, every man likes different things when it comes to hand job, blow job. Women like a multitude of things when it comes to how they like to be orally gratified and have their clitoris, um, I'll use the word, activated. Yeah, that is true. It's because our orgasms are better than yours. All right. See, now you're you're starting to uh, have some listeners dive off this show because now now you're just spreading lies. I'm not. It's it's been compared like a male orgasm is like being pushed off the side of a cliff, or like a guitar solo, and a woman's orgasm is the whole orchestra. I can make shit up like that too. Uh, it was on Black Mirror. <laughs> That's right. <laughs> a man, a woman's orgasm is like a pillow. A man's orgasm's the whole bed. See, I can do that too. Yeah. Well. Okay. So when your whole when your whole body's shaking and you can't move, <laughs> uh, yeah. If she knows what she's doing, <laughs> I'm kidding. Yeah, same, I'm same. Kidding. Yeah. So let me ask that: if a handsome human being, a beautiful human being, were to be in a point of relationship with you where they are about to pleasure Sydney Page. When it oh, comes, when it comes, I try to be very professional. <laughs> when it comes to the clitori, how do you enjoy your foreplay slash oral sex? Um, well, I am on an antidepressant because, again, I make no light, or I, I don't hide the fact that I am depressed. Mm -hmm. So I need a little more stimulation. I need it to be harder rougher lots of lubricant okay and generally like there's toys involved so, like i gotta get the machinery out okay because you know did you know that the hitachi was actually made for women who couldn't come to orgasm i did not i actually thought it was part of a, a physical therapy thing but not a sexual physical therapy yeah they started using it on women who could not achieve orgasm so people with people who take SSRIs, SNRIs, NRIs, uh, get a Hitachi. Very interesting. Yeah, fun fact. Wow. So, and I've got a house full of that shit. So being on Paxil has never been a problem for me. Okay. But in saying that, you don't want someone to brush across the clitoris aggressively. That's why I said make it wet. Okay. So you can do that. Just make sure that there is a lubricant barrier between the two. Yes. Okay. Don't try to start a fire. Right. <laughs> this is a flood situation. This is a flood zone. Okay. And I feel the same way with a penis. Do not try and start a fire. Yeah. That could be dangerous. Having sex burns four calories a minute. How much does running burn? A lot more than that, because I that think, I would think it would burn more. I thought like kissing burned four calories a minute. If it's aggressive kissing, maybe, but yeah, I mean, you're only. Is talking... there any other kind? <laughs> I don't know. I just hop on people. That those are lucky people. <laughs> and once I get the schoolgirl outfit for Aurora, though she doesn't have a head. She doesn't have a head. Damn yeah, need no, leave the tip jar out. Need yeah. money for head. I'll maybe I'll have her aggressively sit on my face. <laughs> you <laughs> yeah. can practice. Yes. So like a teenager with a pillow, but like a really expensive AI pillow. We were just talking about AI. Here it is. <laughs> so that would work out to about 240 calories an hour. So that is definitely not 
groundbreaking pace. That is not aggressive, intense, yeah. in-your-face sex. I I do not think that that's accurate. Well, you are a professional. Yeah, but even when I wasn't a professional, seems a little low. I don't know. You know, like a, a quickie in like the laundry room. Okay. I mean that that would burn more calories than four calories a minute. Well, do you have uh, one of those watches that tracks all of that stuff? I do have an Apple Watch. <laughs> there you go. So the next time for the show, you oh, need to okay. do, yeah. you need Absolutely. to do this research. I think masturbation would burn four calories a minute. If I don't think sex would. If you're in a sumo squat, yes. <laughs> <laughs> now. Speaking of making out with Aurora, which I can't do, in a single kiss lasting approximately 10 seconds, about 80 trillion bacteria can be transferred from mouth to mouth. Oh, yeah, that's so. That's how you know you're compatible. Oh, I like that. Yeah, um, primates kiss each other to see if they're compatible. Hmm. That's brilliant. I am more than happy to kiss anyone to see if we're compatible. <laughs> and the last fact that I'm going to bring to you from this article, cold water helps clean up sperm better than warm or hot water. I did not know that. Either did I. And it makes sense. I would imagine if you keep sperm warm or hot like the environment it's from, it would probably live longer. See, I was thinking like warm water, like like washing your clothes. Like you wash your clothes in warm water to get it more clean, right? So if you got it on like your bed sheets, you'd wash it in warm water, right? But your cotton t-shirt isn't alive. But if like you got sperm on your bed sheets, you'd wash it in warm water to get it off, right? Or this just talking about like countertops. Yeah, I think it's just more just about... <laughs> like as soon as it hits the linen Spring. it's going in warm water right exactly because sperm will live up uh will live in a woman for up to a week well yeah but we got all the right stuff uh, but I'm bum, bum. that i cannot disagree with and so does aurora that's right <laughs> she will be that's for sure and you have all the right stuff for every single listener of this podcast. You are amazing. Even though you are still under the weather. I'm not. I well, feel fine. But but you sound like Kim Carnes. You sound like <laughs> Davis Eyes. It's uh you'll have to listen to that song now that I've said that, by the way. Okay, and you have to listen to Dana Fuchs. I will definitely how do you spell the last name? F U C H S. F U C H S. I will look up her stuff from across the universe. I will definitely do that. And I know the listeners are absolutely loving this voice. I truly think you should record some ASMR with it while you can. No, 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 no. Why not? <laughs> Why not? Because I think I sound weird and it's all about what I think, not what you think. <laughs> I disagree with that, but. <laughs> hey, man, if it's going to be good content, it's going to be content I want to make. Mm, all right. All right. I guess for you, you know, you don't want to make everyone happy, but whatever. That's fine. Yeah, no, I don't. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> Fuck off. That's right. But once again, it is truly a joy to have you on the show. You are amazing every time. Thank you so much. 100%. And if people want to find out the other branches of your greatness, where can they find you online and on social media? Well, you can find everything on my Twitter. I'm at Sydney Page XXX. That is S Y D N E Y P A I G E XXX. Every single link to everything is on there. Or should I call it X now? It's not uh, Twitter anymore. I, I, everyone's going to notice Twitter. If you say X, people are going to be like, what the hell is that? Yeah. So Sydney Page XXX, everything is on there. On Instagram, it's I want Sydney Page, but I post. Pretty much every day. <laughs> Thanks, doctor. Yeah, um, <laughs> so, yeah, I'm there. Listeners, she's beautiful. She's intelligent. 
She is personable. She is everything you could possibly want in a creator, performer, and more. So please go seek her out and support who she is and what she does. Yay, thank you. Yes. And as for me, all my links can be found at dickdangle.com. If you want to listen to an episode and maybe just download it, if you don't use any of the streaming services, just go to danglinafterdark.com and I'm there. If you have any questions for me, you can email me, dick at danglinafterdark.com, or you can let me know on Twitter at the Dick Dangle and just DM me and I will answer questions. Because if you want to ask Sydney Page some questions, we can address them the next time we record. Hell yeah. Very nice. And it doesn't have to be dirty. You could just want to get to know her. If you want to talk music, if you want to talk psychology in the mind, if you... Oh, did you see my new pictures? Oh, I did not. The one with my bass. Oh, yes. I see. Yeah, I saw the one. It's awesome. Yeah. Yeah. Exciting. You I make... finally took pictures with my bass. Yeah. You make everything look good, though. <laughs> Thank you. You're very welcome. But yeah, that's that is awesome. I need to hear you play. Like I've never heard you strut your stuff. Okay, I'll record a little something oh when I'm feeling a little better because I got my microphone set up too. Oh, very nice. Yeah, I at some point I have to put uh, new strings on my acoustic, and when I do, I'll let you know uh, just how poorly I mash bar chords. I have an acoustic on my wish list that I'm hoping someone will buy me one day. Uh, acoustic regular or acoustic bass? Uh, acoustic guitar. Okay. Yeah, it's an Ibanez. Oh, wow. That that would be very nice of somebody. Yeah, Blue Star Burst. It's 600 bucks. So one day, hopefully, yes. someone will buy it for me. But I've been a very good girl this year. That's right. Fingers and or toes. Or a very crossed. bad girl this year. <laughs> Whatever. Right. Whatever you want me to be, man. <laughs> Just give me the damn guitar. <laughs> <laughs> Just give me the goddamn guitar. <laughs> so, dear listeners, thank you one and all for listening to this episode. Please take care of yourselves and the people around you. Pay for your porn and support amazing content creators like Sydney Page and all of the incredible performers that you have heard on this show through the years find something that feeds your soul and do it as often as you possibly can make sure you lube up your fingers before you put them <laughs> your headless doll and yeah. of course dangle on <laughs> <laughs>